Welcome new and returning podcast listeners. Tech Unlock is back with a new podcast for you. I'm your host, Laban, here with our tech team president, Mihilan, and our podcast coordinator, Lojitan. Welcome, guys. Glad to be back. Happy to be here. All right, so I was scrolling through my phone the other day, and I don't think if you guys noticed or not, but what's trending nowadays is the whole topic of the deep or dark web. Everyone's talking about how to access it, what's even on the dark web, and all the horror stories associated with the dark web. So to start things off, what exactly is the dark web? All right, so think of um, Google and Bing, whatever search engine you use, as and the dark web as a whole, as an iceberg, right? Um, you take the tip of the iceberg, which is the only like the 1% that's visible to the naked eye, that's, that's Google, essentially. The other 99% is what, what's, um, what the dark web consists of, essentially. And so by that logic, we can say that the contents of the dark web is a lot heavier than the contents we find on a day-to-day basis. Definitely. So what can we exactly like access um, in the dark web? Um, <clears throat> it ranges from you know, illegal activities to, you know, you, you can even use it as a regular browser. It's, um, I guess, its most common purpose would be to remain anonymous Okay. and you know hide your tracks okay so how is this in terms of being anonymous and i guess untraceable right how is that different from a normal day-to-day browser compared to let's say a dark web browser all right so usually so usually on you know on a regular browser you're you know let's just say you're at work you need to google something really quickly or you know just want to watch some youtube um your employee can easily track that you know it just pops up on uh, they, they they can easily access that that information but on the dark web, it's it works sort of like a VPN. You know, you don't. Um, it's really hard to track okay. uh, where it's being accessed from and who it's being a- accessed by. So we can say it's like the, because of the IP address tracking. So on a day-to-day basis, right? The IP address for a certain computer is unique to its, you know, the computer itself, the device. Exactly. So you're able to track who's using it and when it's used and whatnot. Yeah, on a regular browser. However, on a dark web browser, we can't trace it unless it's done properly no. to hide those tracks that yeah, you're digital exactly. footprint. Okay. So I guess, you know, next question would be, how do you really access the dark web? Okay. Um, okay, so pretty much, um, usually you just download like Google Chrome to access the regular web. But with the dark web, you're gonna have to download a special browser called Tor, right? Okay. And the Tor browser essentially uh, allows you to, it's like kind of like um, an, a dot, uh, sorry, it's like an onion, right? So as you... <laughs> it's an onion, yes. Yeah, it's an onion. <laughs> so as you peel, you know, there's just more and more layers to it. And that's how the Tor browser, you know, if, if it's, it allows you to access all these, you know, there's, and, so you, all you're saying is there's multiple layers. Essentially. The yeah, and after you get the Tor, you also have to have your own VPN. Yeah, just to be safe. Yeah, just to be even more safe. And they always recommend to get like a, a proper VPN, not like a free trial type thing. Yeah, because the last thing you want is your identity to be lurking around in yeah. the dark web. I mean, even after you download Tor, again, as we said before, you can use it for like regular things, just watch anything or do anything. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact that using Tor uh, gives you the ability to access some of these dark web sites. Because the people who are posting on these sites or creating these sites are, I guess, untraceable, which yeah. is why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And on normal browsers, the like for example, Chrome or Internet Explorer, uh, it's automatically like blocked out all these like dark websites yeah. because There's, of the safety filter. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a censoring of 
I guess, certain information. You, you could, could say, say that, yeah. And But on the dark web, this is all, I guess, it's open. It's, it's open, just, yeah. You can find whatever you want. Use it at your own risk. But exactly. at the same time, this feature also carries... Um, you can abuse it. You can abuse it. It carries its own risks. Yeah, it carries its own risks and consequences. Exactly. So, of course, that means it opens ground to illegal activity. Right? Yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, it, it's been, like, inevitable. Like, crime, it's, it's, gonna, it's starting to move on to, like, the internet, you know? Uh, all these dealings, illegal trades and stuff, it's mm-hmm. all through the internet. Everything is di- being digitalized. digitalized yeah, yeah, before, yeah, before it would be like, you know, in-person trades, in-person exchanges. Mm-hmm. That's not be, safe anymore. Yeah, but before it would be like, you know, if you really, like, no, no one would want this, but if there's like a drug, like, dealing, it would be in-person. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's really hard to, like, you know, keep track of all, like, huge sums of money, yeah. especially if you have them all in cash, right? In this case, you just crypto, it's literally on, like, a hard disk. Yeah. You, you transfer. And all these exchanges are done basically throughout all, all all across the world so if you yeah. really want like as we speak there could be a transaction happening right now we wouldn't you know and we won't really be able to trace who's nope. in the transaction yeah. and how it's being done yep even for you know pol- police officers fbi you know all these like uh agencies they they have a hard time you know tracing all these um transactions and dealings because all these like illegal activities ranges from drug deals to um purchasing of weapons, weapons. or armed weapons and even like just is, is, there's like there's a lot of activity yeah. a, lot, a lot a lot of illegal activity that exactly. we don't really want to be involved in uh-huh. but it still happens yeah okay, it's really hard to police too like i, I know like, there's this one like dark website right it took like took like the fbi and several months yeah not even several months it was like years years, yeah. years, yeah. years just planning just to take down that one site and even after it took it down, the, the it just opened up again. Yeah. Under different yeah, URL. And also, like the there's multiple websites you can do this. And if it took some years to take down one website, they could just easily just bring back up with another URL. Uh, it's really hard to police at this state. Yeah, it's it's unimaginable to think like you know if it took this long for just one site. You know, as you said before, the 99% of websites are all on the dark web. Exactly. And to tr- be able to trace all of this would be pretty difficult, if anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you guys were talking about the Silk Road um, case, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. And do you guys want to speak more about it? And what um, you really well, do on that side? Yeah, there's you know numerous amount of stories that you can be that can be found on you know YouTube and whatnot, and all of them pretty much say the same thing. The Silk Road's like kind of like the home base for all types of illegal activities. Right, like you said, drug deals, uh, purchasing weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drugs, weapons, yep. any sort of explicit content, mm-hmm. any. I don't know, just any, any trades in general, any anything any you think it can be the most basic thing, of. like you know, just buying like let's just say like marijuana, but it can also go to the most extreme to like you know, bombs, like and literally, et like, like at that point, like buying people, like human trafficking. So. Yeah, that's oh, also that's, that's a very big issue. Um, that is right now, especially, and I guess the dark web is a platform for all these exchanges to take place. And that's just scraping the surface of the dark web. You know, there's much more that we haven't um, really explored. Yeah. Right. Um, it's, it's very scary to think like you know we often want to believe or have some faith that you know if there's human trafficking right that you know all these I guess footprints are traceable we can track back to the culprit no. and ca- put them in behind bars and our world will be a safe place to live but on the dark web I don't know it's, it's, it's a very scary place to be especially when you consider the fact that all these illegal activities are untraceable mm-hmm. and these people who are you know on these sites running these sites are out, you know, in our society, just doing yeah. what they're doing. Um, there's also, you know, 
a number of cases where people have supposedly found uh, government files, you know, s- secrets like that. There's conspiracies, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. You know, wouldn't you want to, you know, expose those things or try and find out more about that? Yeah, that's why, why, like the, why that's, the government's trying to hide all these things. That's why like, the dark web was initially created, right? Uh, because like this, this, on the internet, right, it gave access to like so much information. I guess governments wanted to like you know, censor it in a way, right? Yeah. Like obviously it's you know freedom of expression and stuff, right? So they really couldn't censor. Like they, everyone has a right to information, right? And they just uh, so they just filtered out of like all these like most the most popular browsers. Yeah, they just, they made, just a, yeah, and made it harder. They made it way, really harder. Uh, and that, for the common man, like it's not worth like going through all this trouble and all th- all this risk just to find out, I don't know, supposed government secrets or getting access to like some, uh, uh, supposed like I don't know, illegal things. But like databases, if exactly. Anything. But if a person really wanted to, they could do it. They could. Is this? Would you really open your ground to you know having your identity put at risk Ooh. for just that you know curiosity? Because I mean, is the look, risk looking the th- like uh, looking at these websites isn't really uh, it doesn't give you like you're not at risk if you're just like looking at the websites plainly, right? It's only if like for example if something I don't know like pops or you click accidentally kick on like an ad, like a pop up or something, right? Then but in, in those cases like people could like download a virus or something to your computer uh-huh. and hack all your information, or like it's, like there's no trouble viewing it. It's just that. If you have to be careful about like what you click, you and have where to be exactly. very, very careful of what where you, you navigate. Do. Yeah, where you navigate, and when, once your identity is you know out in the public, there's no way of you know being. You can't take it back. You can't be hidden anymore. Yeah, it works the same way you know on the regular web or like social media. You know, um, once you you know release your identity to the world, there's no taking it back. You know, it's out that, there. That is true. Anyone can access. Is this like the fact that the dark web? It's uh, the way the thing that they use your identity for, you know, you know, exchanges and a lot of like, I guess you can say identity profit. Theft. Yeah, identity theft, which is Actually, profit for yeah. some people. So they make money yes. off of using your identity and selling it to Other those people. who may want it. Mm-hmm. Let's say right, and that's also an upcoming problem because in the end, identity theft is, you know, it's not something you would ever want to happen in society, especially because we live in like a digitalized world. We live it? in a digitalized world and. You know, having your, I guess, your identity stolen, identity stolen. Yeah, it's very important. Uh-huh. And uh, some would say, you know, it's more valuable than your real-life identity, who you, you know, <laughs> I guess, identify as. Uh, in real life. Yeah. In real life, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, what's so, the whole, the, all these stories about getting hacked, right? Mm-hmm. Why is that so, I guess, dangerous for, you know, having your identity stolen? It could lead to a lot of upcoming problems such as like stealing bank information or using your identity for whatever reasons what, yeah. what can you possibly use your identity so for, pretty much you know your computer you probably use it for bank online banking you yeah. use it for pretty much giving out information for everything like logging in etc registering for whatever now all that information you might think that you know you click don't save and then it, it doesn't save on your computer but in reality it's actually saved encrypted on your computer yeah. right but it's it's very you know really hard to access um, those when you access the dark web and you know let's just say you click on a, a pop-up or whatnot all that information can easily be accessed by these hackers these, they're, they're almost like professionals they know what they're doing yeah. and they can easily take that information and then use it against you for a, a lot of a lot of things it could just be for something small like something like money. Small, like pictures it could be ranged from pictures to you know actually like online banking information which and as we know pictures could really damage your, or yeah, that, your yeah. It might, yeah you can say it's not really small yeah 
And the whole thing about, as Mahilan mentioned, the government sites and their censorship, right? Yeah. Knowing their plans, right? Doesn't this open ground to like terrorism, let's say? Or any sort of like cr criminals using it, like knowing their secrets and yeah. let's say the way FBI works and everything, uh -huh. right? You can use it against the government. You could. As terrorism. And you could sell these secrets to, you know, other countries who might want to, you know, who might not like that, the country you're, you're living in. Or that country's information might be worth millions of dollars, if not billions. Yeah, so it's de it does definitely open the ground for terrorism. Definitely. And so do you guys have any, like, you know, scary stories or anything that you guys may want to share? Uh, or just anything that you heard happen? Yeah, well, um, actually, on my laptop, I do have the Tor browser. Um, I did, I went on it once. And honestly, like, I didn't want to go too far, right? Like, I was just like, okay, view, like, um, a heel inside, just look over things, you know, see how creepy uh, the dark web really is. So you really were curious. Yeah, I got, I got a little too curious. Um, I didn't really get uh, affected, but I know that... I mean, how do you, how do you know you didn't get affected? Mm -hmm. That's... Like, what, what if, like, our, uh, some hacker just listening to our podcast right now, like, being recorded? The webcam could be on right now. Exactly. <laughs> he listened to this podcast before it got released. So uh -huh. it's, it's very important. <laughs> okay, so listeners, it's very important to have um, your camera blocked and <laughs> your identity <laughs> hidden. Yeah. Because um, having this online, it could be very dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. Also, I wanted to talk about, like, how, how do you make a transaction on the dark web? Well, that's where cryptocurrency comes in. Uh, the whole thing about block... I don't get too technical, but, you know, blockchains and... So with blockchains, essentially, um, uh, how do I say this? The transactions, how they happen is that the money, I guess, the, the digitalized money, it's hidden within these blockchains, right? Mm -hmm. And when you complete a transfer or when you're trying to, you know, transfer money or, yeah, or something, um, that's encrypted within that, that, those blockchains. So when that uh, transaction is completed, uh, all that money or whatever cryptocurrency that you're using, it's untraceable and it's sent directly to that person and you know it's almost impossible to trace because it's hidden essentially yeah so what i read on, a little bit on bitcoin earlier and um the whole thing about cryptocurrency you know bitcoin is one of them yeah. right the one of the biggest ones actually. yeah so in cryptocurrency the thing is you use it to buy things of course right and how the model works is like there's a digital signature to each transaction it's yeah. unique to every transaction yeah and what makes um, let's say cryptocurrency different from how a bank works in terms of exchanges. Yeah. The bank is essential. They're, they're the one who controls these transactions, right? Mm -hmm. But using Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency, what you're doing is your entire, like, the entire world is basically the bank. You're, you know what transactions have in between. Like, you know there's a transaction. It's transaction. your own transaction. You're, you're controlling your own transaction, essentially. Yes. And so what's happening around it. Yeah, so when, a, when you're using blockchain, right? Yeah. You have a transaction that's linked to another transaction. Yeah. And each transaction you make has a digital signature. Yeah. So there's no way of changing this signature because when you change one signature due to its chain, which is called a blockchain, yeah. you're changing another transaction, which yeah. you can't do. Yeah, and that won't complete the transaction, and therefore it can't be traced. So, yeah, yeah, ideally, <laughs> yes. get, yeah. And the thing is, you can't, there's not much, you can't really fraud the system yeah. because by changing one transaction, you're, you're changing everything, thing. which is not possible. Uh -huh. And that's why I guess Bitcoin works so well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that, that's just what my insight on it. So how can we be safe on like the dark web? Um, 
you really can't be safe, like 100% safe, right? I mean, you could try everything in your power, you know, you get like the best VPN, uh, I don't know, be really safe about what you click and stuff. But at the end of the day, uh, there, there's some like, uh, you really underestimate the power of hackers mm -hmm. yeah. out there. Uh, I mean, of course VPN does, uh, you know, high mask your IP address, right? But there are ways to buy, like, hackers could go bypass your VPN. It, yeah. yeah. So the best way, honestly, to stay safe is just don't access the dark web, yeah. right? You don't want to risk, like, you want zero risk. You know, even even by, like, just opening up the Tor browser, you're opening yourself to all kinds of threats. A lot of threats, and those threats are definitely not pleasing No, they're not fun. They're not yeah. fun at all. You can, you can pretty much be, like, followed, if anything, because yeah. your, it's, your identity is at risk. It's not anyone's but yours. And maybe even the people around you, which are your family, we care about most. Mm -hmm. And this is all online, all open to hackers. So yeah. the last thing we want is that. And you don't know who's on the other end of the, you know, the computer. That is true. So it could be, you know, it could it could range from just like some person who you know wants to just access your information, but all the way to you know someone who wants to kidnap you and or hurt you. Then that's probably the, the worst. You know, that's the worst case scenario. scenario yeah. yeah. So for our listeners, we really suggest you be safe and probably not access the deep web yeah. because it's really dangerous and it's not like it's not something fun honestly it's not something yeah you, want you might to want do. to you know might get really curious and be like okay, uh let's access it you know go with your friends and just try and you know explore the dark web but trust me it's not good. it usually won't end well yeah and in the end what's the most important thing for you is your safety is your own safety so that's a perfect way to conclude our podcast about the deep web so for our listeners, on a final note, we suggest that you do not go on the dark web because it's a very really dangerous place to be. So on that note, we'll sign off.